Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The rising prices and electricity customers are facing to paying up to 50% more for power at peak times under plans to limit the impact of the energy crisis. And the move has been considered by the government and the energy regulator, this is not an April Fool's joke by the way, in response to soaring gas and electricity prices. Almost 750,000 households where smart meters have been installed could be put on a mandatory new time of use tariff. Uh, Data protection issues currently require customers to consent to these tariffs as smart meters log household activity and only around 10% have made the switch. Energy Minister Eamon Ryan said he was talking to the Data Protection Commissioner about dropping the requirement for consent. Such is the urgency and such is the benefit. We are going to uh, look at them being mandatory and using an opt-out rather than a voluntary approach, he said. Now, consumer journalist Siobhan McGuire joins me on the line to discuss the matter a little bit more. And maybe you could kind of, Siobhan, oh, by the way, Siobhan, lovely to speak to you. Lovely to speak with you. Yeah, well, now I I was planning on talking with you going back a couple of months ago. And unfortunately, I had it all lined up, all teed up, because I'd heard your podcast a couple of times and I find you an extremely fascinating and interesting person. And all of a sudden, I got COVID. Oh, and then I got COVID a couple of weeks after you, Niall. Well, there so. you go. Maybe that maybe that was the universe. <laughs> no, these two are not meant to have a conversation. <laughs> okay, so uh, look, Siobhan, explain this to me first, because a lot of people are a little bit confused about these kind of tariffs and how these kind of nighttime, daytime electricity, you know, this kind of, this works. I mean, how does it work, the smart meters? Yeah, the smart meters are, I mean, essentially they're a pretty good idea, Niall, because they allow the consumer to kind of get familiar with their energy usage and consumption in the home. Mm. You start to kind of, uh, you're able to keep an eye on basically what you're using, how much energy it's using, the kind of peak times you're using electricity within the household. So as an, as an energy-saving exercise, Size, they're pretty good. Yeah. And these, these smart meters are being rolled out um, all across the country. I mean, quite a, quite a few counties have them already. Okay. So, but what we do so know... So is, is this like the old days when, you know, they had the daytime, nighttime usage where your mother be putting on the washing machine at two o'clock in the morning? Uh, is, is, that, is that what they, were, they want people to do? I mean, this sounds a little bit nuts to me, what's being rolled out today, because um, in the context of how we're using energy in the home, Nile, that's completely turned on its head in the last two years. So it was perfectly fine for us to kind of look to uh, peak times, which would be 7 to 9 a.m. in the morning, 5 to 7 in the evening. But of course, a lot of us are still working from home. So those peak times are continuous throughout the day now. So with the smart meters, the idea is that, you know, you'd be kind of, um, you'd be giving an incentive not to use appliances at those peak hours and you would be able to work off a cheaper rate outside of these. But you know what? I don't want to be switching on my my hair straightener at, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, five five in the morning to get ready for work for a cheaper rate. Mm -hmm. And this is the problem now. Are we going to have to put on the tumble dryers and the washing machines in the middle of the night to try and save a little bit of money? And you know, that's all right if you have a decent sized house. But like Ruth was saying to me earlier on, one of my producers, she lives in a two bed apartment. So, you know, I'm putting on the dish or the washing machine and dishwasher at that time of the night is not good for your sleep pattern. So that's not going to be good for people who live in a small 
smaller complex or a smaller yeah. house. So it's not it's not the answer for everybody. No. But you know what? What's annoying me, Siobhan, is when I hear you know, and not you personally, but when I hear people saying, <laughs> "Good to know." But no, when I hear people saying, like the minister saying, "Well, we all have to cut back, or we all have to figure out a different way to do things," I'm thinking, would you not just subsidise this thing so we could reduce the price for everybody? We shouldn't be at a point where we're all concerned about the price and this fifty percent increase over the last year, and certainly when you know when it comes up to May, it's going up another whatever it is a quarter 23 to 25 percent in may i mean surely the government should be stepping in and saying let's reduce the vat let's do other things rather than telling people to stop living a quality of life well this is it exactly i mean it was it was it was good enough for the hospitality industry uh during the pandemic nile to Absolutely. have the vat reduced to nine percent why can't the same be done for consumers now i know this is being discussed well, we've been talking about this cost of living crisis since, I mean, since September, October of last year, Niall. And yet here we are, granted coming into warmer months. So hopefully, you know, even gas usage and everything will, will drop a little bit in households. But why are we still talking about this six months on? It is an absolute disgrace. Uh, I mean, well, see, even way- I know you're sorry for interrupting. I know you're saying because we're coming into the summer. That's the government's argument all the time. I should look, yeah. it won't be too bad. It's getting a bit warmer anyway. You won't have to yeah. use it as much. But when I was paying the electricity bill at home, uh, because I'm not living there anymore, but it's a whole different story. I could go into that for all day. But anyway, when I was living at home, I paid the electricity bill per month. So the way it worked, I think I was with Electric Ireland at the time. I think it was Electric yeah. Ireland and or electricity. Can't remember. But anyway, it was like, I don't know, 80 quid a month or 100 quid a month or whatever it was. And they averaged that out over the year. And if you didn't pay enough at the end of the year, they'd take the extra. If you pay too much, they give you back a few quid. So it didn't make any difference to me in respect of... Uh, at any one particular time what the cost was because costs are going up and down. But now when we're seeing spiralling increase in costs, that €100 Euro is going to go to 150 per month. So it is going to impact me during the summer if I'm paying it. And I'm sure there's a lot of people do that, by the way. I don't know whether you do that, Siobhan, but there's a lot of people who do that. They pay it by the month. So, I think it's a great idea, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, all the companies, by the way, if anybody's interested, all the companies do that. You can ask them to take a, a, a regular monthly payment. If you pay too much at the end of the year, they give it back to you. If you pay too little, uh, they'll ask, they'll send you a bill. Or they'll put it onto the following year's payment, if you know what I mean. So they estimate how much per month you should be paying. And it's it's nice to have the same amount of money going out of your account every single month rather than different amounts, you know, every two months, whatever it happens to be. But it, these other meters, I suppose, you know, these uh, kind of meters that you get the ring and there's a few other ones that are out there now, the, the little yeah. daily ones. Are they of any use? Do they save a few quid? Well, they can do, yeah. So again, it comes back to uh, the nest. Is the nest is the very popular? The one. nest, exactly. So it gives it, what these these um, uh, type types of devices do. Nile is is allow the consumer to actually um, take ownership, if you like, of of you know what kind of uh, energy usage is in the home. So mm. it's and it and it's not a, a kind of in your face thing. You just become more and more aware of, oh gosh, you know, well, there's a spike in energy at this time. What have I been using yeah. to have the washing machine on? That kind of thing. Yeah, and it's with the government at the moment, it's almost like a feckies. You've been getting a good deal up to now. Sure, now we, now you know we have to tighten the screws a little bit. But that hasn't been the case. We've been paying quite a substantial amount of money for electricity and gas in this country for years. We had 35 price hikes last year. We have, um, I think, around four already this year, Nile. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's crazy. I mean, the amount of, of pressure being put on people to try and keep any kind of little bit of disposable income is crazy because people just simply can't even do that now. You can't even put a little bit aside because the energy bill has gone up. And uh, if you switch to another provider, 
you know, they're likely to go They're going to go up anyway. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and even when you sign a contract, I mean, years ago, there was the idea that, you you know, with your internet or usage, you, you'd sign a contract for, say, 50 quid a month or whatever it was. And at least you knew you were guaranteed that's that's the price you're going to pay for the next year. But now you're not even guaranteed that anymore. It's in the contract. They can change the price anytime they want. They can. And you know what? Um, the, the old advice I used to give is, oh, switch and save your energy providers every year. Um, you know, make sure you're out of contract, otherwise you'll pay a penalty. Today, I'm saying, even if you're in a contract, switch because that 50 euro penalty you'll pay will actually, in the long term, if you switch to another company, save you a, a lot more than 50 quid. So mm-hmm. it's about showing no loyalty to any companies anymore, Niall. And this goes, uh, you know, this applies to banks and this applies to pretty much everything, our broadband mm. providers. And what about, the, what about those comparison sites, the likes of the bonkers.ie? There's a few of them out there uh, that are regulated. Well, they're under government regulation, obviously, that they have to do with property and all, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do, are they any good? Do they save you money? Will they give you a good deal? You know, so you've bonkers, you've switcher, you've, you've loads of other options, uh, as you say. Yes, they're good. You know, you don't have to actually go through these sites to, to do the switching. It's very itchy, easy to, to switch yourself. But it means you have to bring them all up, don't you? You have to keep bringing them all and see how much they're charging you. You see, you go to these price comparison sites and and they have everything spelled out for you. And then, yes, you can absolutely proceed, you know, get in touch with bonkers and they'll do everything for you. And it's all wrapped up in a bow and you will save money. But you can also just go on to, say, the likes of bonkers, look at the price comparisons for today and then call that company. All you need is your NPRN number. Which is at the top your, of your, your bill on the right-hand yeah, side, yeah? Yeah, or GPRN for gas. Again, top right side. Call, call your own company first. Say you're leaving. They will offer you a lower rate. It won't be as good as uh, a rate uh, a, a, a new customer would yeah, get. Yeah, remember that famous line, new customers only. I know, yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah. And then go, uh, you know, go call the call a, uh, another couple of companies, um, see what the best value is, and switch. Yeah, I, I always recommend to people to do this, even with the likes of the Sky TV. You know, I, I remember on a regular basis ringing up Sky and saying, "No, I'm leaving. That's grand." And they go, "Oh, but you know, but, but look, you know, we can offer you this." And I go, "No, you're grand. Now I'm going to go to UPC. At the time, it was UPC or Virgin Media, whatever it was." Yeah. And then you'll always find they'll get you'll get a phone call back within two or three days. Of, you, they won't let you leave. They'll say, "How you doing? We're the leaving department. We can offer you six months contract extra, free this and free that." So you'll always get a deal if you if you threaten to leave. Oh, you will. You will. I, I mean, I, my advice would be haggle. Haggle wherever you can, as often yeah. as you can. I do it my car insurance. I lie to them, my car insurance. I shouldn't be admitting this on the radio. <laughs> but every year I will ring my insurance, car insurance company up. Uh, they send me out the, you know, the thing. And they say, if you click here, the online is cheaper. That's a lie. Okay, if you ring them up, you'll always get it cheaper. Anyway, so I, I ring them up and I go, how are you doing? Yeah, I've been on to X company and they said they'd do it for 60 quid less than that. Oh yeah, well hold on for a second. And they go off and they come back and they go, oh yeah, we'll match that price or we'll do it for a bit less. They can, they'll always cut 60 or 70 quid off the price. When oh you ring them. yeah, yeah. Now I have to say, Niall, you do have a very distinctive voice so they're probably like, listen, help this fella out or we'll end up on the airwaves. <laughs> ah, I see, maybe that's what it's been all along and I didn't realise. <laughs> so Siobhan, getting back very quickly to the smart meters. Now, I, I'm a little bit confused about what Eamon Ryan is saying. So yeah. basically, he has been on to the Data Protection Commissioner about dropping the requirement for consent. So what is the requirement for consent with these smart meters? Well, the, the, so the, 
Initially, it's, it's, they're being rolled out ac- across counties as a kind of pilot exercise. Okay. Um, and then, you know, you have the option to, to have one or not. So, okay. um, and you'd be working according to whatever tariff you've signed up to with your supplier. And now this talk today would seem that um, it, there would, the consumer with the smart meter would actually um, find themselves in a predicament where at peak times um, their electricity is more expensive. In other words, so this is happening to them without even them being told about it. So, exactly. uh, yeah, so he, what he said, and I'm quoting him, he said, such is the urgency and such is the benefit. We're going to look at this being a mandatory uh, mandatory, and using an opt-out rather than a voluntary approach. In other words, you'll already be signed up for it automatically and it's up to you to contact them and say, no, well, I don't want that, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a, another, another way to kind of suck a consumer into... Um, you know, having to try and and save more money on something that's completely out of their control. Yeah, and also people are texting in, so a lot of people are actually texting in saying putting the dishwasher, etc. on a night is a fire hazard. Well, yeah, probably, uh, well yeah. it is a bit of a worry, isn't it? Because well, Not that these things tend to go on fire too much, thankfully, but it yeah. is a little bit of a worry to have something unsupervised in your house at night going on, you know? Completely. And do you know what? I mean, I, I don't know about, you know, where you live, but... Where I am, if if my neighbour two doors down sneezes, I, you know I hear her. <laughs> so can you imagine how how annoyed they would be if I had you know a, a washing machine spin dryer flying around in the middle of the yeah. <laughs> Particularly if you live in an apartment and somebody's under you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, listen, it's been lovely talking to you, Siobhan. And thank you very much indeed for coming on the air today. And I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Niall. There you go. Siobhan McGuire, consumer journalist, has all the info, all the tips, by the way. Keep an eye out for her podcast and her articles, by the way. She always gives some really good tips on how you can save money if you're a consumer. We should get her on the show more often to talk about other consumer issues because I know you're very interested in that and how you can all save money. But again, as I said to Siobhan, I don't believe we should be talking about trying to save money. I don't believe because we're paying enough for electricity. It's not like we get it cheap or we ever got it cheap. Maybe we should go back to the day where the state ran the energy companies. You know, you had the ESB and Borgash and that was all you had. And then there was no profit. But these companies, all of these electric companies and gas companies that you're dealing with every day, don't be feeling sorry for them during this crisis. Because their bottom line is profit. And they will turn a profit again next year. And don't be getting violins out for them. They'll turn a profit next year off the back of the increases they're sending you and giving you. And Siobhan is just giving some tips there on how you can do it. And as I said, I don't. I see where Siobhan is going. And she, and she agrees with me as well. That we should be talking to the government. The government are the one that should be dealing with this. Not you, the citizens. And when I see some poor critter on RTE... There recently, there was a, a Vox pop and I mentioned it the other day on RTE and some poor old critter and the RTE are talking, what are you going to do to save energy? Oh, well, I'm just going to have to turn the heat off and not have it on as much. Now, this is an older woman. I mean, she shouldn't be thinking like this. She should be able to whack her heating up anytime she wants to whack it up. She shouldn't have to think that I have to. I can't afford to have me heating on. Come on, Michal, Leo. The rest he is, and well, Eamon Ryan doesn't give a damn. He's sure he's putting the charge up anyway at the end of the month. Anyway, there's another environmental tax going on. He doesn't care. All he cares about is the environment and climate change. Michal, Leo, come on. The Irish people need looking after here. Throw a few quid into this one. You're talking about, uh, and by the way, no harm to them. And I support bringing in people from the Ukraine and helping people as much as we can. But they talked about that cost of 1.7 billion over the next year, possibly. 
Come on, put a bit of money into the Irish people as well. We need some help here. We need to retain our quality of life. We don't want to be living miserably going, I can't turn on the heating today because I can't afford it. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.